the one where I met your mother a podcast about friends and how I met your mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. Uh, do I always say welcome back? I do, don't I? I think so, okay. yeah. Uh, how are you? I'm good. This is um, a nice, relaxing Sunday. We've yeah, got we're some, having a We got some stuff done, but then Sunday. we also lazed around. We got laundry done. We washed the dog. Yeah. Yeah, that's We're true. We're going to go out later. You cut my hair. I did cut your hair. You're so good at it. I'm really good at it. You I've started, been doing it, yeah. Yeah, oh. you started when the pandemic started. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah. But I, I'm not going to go back now. But because, now I'm like such a pro. Yeah. You're so good at it. How was uh, your day? Well, you just described it. We've been hanging out together all day, so everything... <laughs> you yeah. did, I did. Yeah. Uh, but um, let's talk about what we do on this show. If you're new to the show, this is an episode where you watch an episode of Friends and an episode of How I Met Your Mother, and we compare and contrast and break down, recap, discuss, uh, talk about all sorts of things. Uh, we're at season two, episode twenty, very much the home stretch of season two. Yeah, season two, episode twenty. Uh, the Friends episode episode is called "The One Where Old Yeller Dies," and the How I Met Your Mother episode is called "Showdown." We're going to start with Friends. Season two, episode 20, the one where old yeller dies. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to ask you right off the bat, Natalie, have you seen old yeller? I have not. I have. And I haven't read it. I never read it either. I'm a, yeah. I'm a dummy. No, I, I mean, I s- much like we'll learn about Phoebe. Like I see no point in it. <laughs> it's a very touching movie. Yeah. It's very good. Did you ever read where the wild, where the, um, where the red fern grows? No, no I never did. Okay. But yeah. I know people who did. It's yeah. devastating. Yeah. And That's I read it and things. I cried. And if like, I think about it too long, I'll still cry about it. Like I don't, yeah. I don't need to see any dogs dying and anything. I think the thing about old yeller that would keep me from watching it again now is not that the dog dies at the end. That's part of the story. It's sad. It's that the, the, there were like, you know, now you watch a movie, it says the humane association, right. like well, there are mo- like parts of it's like, no, that dog is legitimately in danger. <laughs> like that, right. that happens Precarious a lot. Precarious situations. Well, yeah. speaking of my dad at a very early age told me about Milo and Otis, like and not like only are these like pets in like very precarious situations, but they made it in China where they had zero Oh. Like regulations around not harming animals. Yeah, so I'm sure there were multiple Milo's and Otis's. Ugh. Uh, it's very sad, but I've never seen The Adventures of Milo and Otis. Really? We've talked about this so many times. <laughs> I guess I just still can't believe it. Yeah. Um, oh, we made it in Japan, by the way. I feel like I even quote it. <laughs> You do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you showed me one thing that you loved when you were a kid. Oh, when, like, Here when comes Otis a dog strong and, and falls bird. down a, yeah. and then he falls. In a that hole. dog really does fall down a hole. Yeah, it's sad. And it's probably another animal actor that's clawing its way out of the hole. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> so anyway, that's because there's a part in Old Yeller where he like Phoebe said like that. Old Yeller protects the family from a wolf, but in my memory, it's a bear, but also maybe there's two different scenes, mm. but there's like, yeah, that's a, that's a dog and a bear like fighting. That's not, that's not faked. It's not CGI. It's uh it's pretty scary. Uh, probably wouldn't hold up today, but anyway, yes, 
you've you've talked uh, about the we've talked about the beginning of the episode. We did not open to the perk. We opened in Monica and Rachel's apartment. They're well, watching Old Yellow. No, no, no. We actually opened like Central Park. Well, like an establishing. Yeah. Shop? Yeah, I figure. I feel like I'm talking about like where. It's oh, the first I see. Seat, I see. Yeah, you know, the apartment. Sorry. Um. Yeah, you're right. I was a no, real. No, you're right. There well, is like technically. A, yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Um, by my rule, yeah, they open Veronica Monica and Rachel's apartment. They're watching Old Yeller. Phoebe comes in and she's like, oh, I love this movie, but she has never seen the ending. Yeah. This sets up a whole running uh, gag that I like in this episode. Um, and then uh, next, I, I guess it's the next night, um, Monica and Richard have just had dinner and Richard is out smoking on the... Oh, balcony. The, the balcony, yeah. But it's not a real balcony. Right, we've talked about it. I never it. know how, yeah. what to call it. Um, fire, extended fire escape. Yeah, but he's Enhanced out there smoking fire. a cigar. Joey and Chandler want to know... Uh, Who uh, they should bring to the yeah. next Yeah, well, first, first, they come over because Monica invites them over to come finish the food because there's leftovers yeah. and, like, she pretends to be naked and they run in. It's like, how dumb no, are they? Well... So they asked what she was wearing, and she joked that she was like not wearing anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at Monica here. I'm mad at Joey and Chandler for being like, "How this is dumb pervier are you? than normal." Like yeah. they're normally not like pervy on their friends. Like they'll say like a comment here or there, but yeah. they're not like. I mean, this just seemed a little out of character. Yeah, and then they said, "Uh, they were talking about her body." Yeah, and they said something else that I, I, I wrote down there being creeps. And I, yeah. and I, I should write down, like, I always think I'm going to remember things. Yeah. I don't remember, but there was some other kind of, like... Uh, yeah, like two uh, wings and a breast or something? Yeah, yeah but there, there was a lot of uh, creepy stuff. Um, uh, just going to make a little note here uh-huh. later. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So eventually, uh, yeah, they, they are trying to figure out who's going to come to the Knicks game with them. And um, Monica talks them into inviting Richard, which they don't want to do because he's old. But uh, he goes with them. Uh, next story, Ross is uh, uh, has, has his son, Ben. Mm-hmm. Um, and Carol and Susan come to pick him up. And he's like, oh, he pulled himself up and they're like oh yeah he's done that before and yeah. ross is like sad that he's missing all of these firsts these firsts yeah yeah um so with their like uh visitation arrangement he only gets like i don't know a few days a week yeah yeah and only like um, a few hours at a time yeah it's not, like he's he was saying i want him for a whole weekend so does ben not usually stay the night at ross's is that yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, okay. So ben, so he gets him for the weekend. It was Carol funny. Carol and Susan are that, over the moon about it. Yeah, that like he thought he was going to have to like give a whole spiel about the reasons why, but they're like, yes, absolutely, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we went a whole weekend, yeah. It uh, reminded me of when um, I came up with this whole like pros and cons to like you moving in with me, <laughs> and I had like a whole thing arranged i had everything all no, i know you did because points. unlike ross ross once he realizes he's won he stopped but i, I agree yeah i agreed to move in with you and these then you were kept... good valid points i needed to get across no matter what but it was like instantaneously you were like yep sure that sounds great <laughs> <laughs> you're a little too quick to agree i think 
Oh, what? Now I'm the bad guy for <laughs> wanting to move in with you? Yes. Uh, all right. So then um, turns out Phoebe, Old Yeller, is not alone. The only alone example. Yeah. Phoebe was not shown the ends of movies um, when she was younger. So she's rented Love Story, Brian's Song, and Terms of Endearment. Uh, of those, I've never actually seen Brian's Song. I've seen Terms yeah. of Endearment, but I've I haven't seen, terms seen of, yeah. Brian's Song. Have you haven't seen Love Story? No. You don't need to see Love Story. Um, it's a but massive that's, hit. That's the one where they reference on Greece. Do they? Don't they? I, I haven't seen Greece since I was in high school, so okay. I don't really remember. I could be wrong. Um, but, uh, no, Love Story is what? It's um, Ryan, uh, what's his name? It's fucking Barry Lyndon. <laughs> Ryan O'Neill. Oh, okay. Ryan O'Neill and, I don't know. Ellie McGraw? Okay, I don't know. Why am I, like, drawing... But it has the... Like, if you want to know how... Yeah, Alan McGraw and Ryan O'Neill. If you want to know how bad Love Story is, the most famous quote from Love Story is, love means never having to say you're sorry. Yeah. Which is so not true. Awful, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it is an awful lesson. Uh, anyway, so... Um... um but, uh, yeah, Roger Ebert, I remember his review of Love Story was, like, how, Alan, spoilers, Alan McGraw's character, like, gets sick and dies. But, like, Roger Ebert, like, describes it as her, like, dying of, like, just being too beautiful. Because they don't, they don't like, show, like specify what the disease is. Or she huh. never, like, suffers. She just, like, lays in bed kind of beatifically and then fades away. Oh, my God. It's a, it's a very bad movie that was a massive hit. Like a cultural phenomenon hit. She should have referenced beaches. That should have been one of the ones in there. Yeah. Because I was thinking, like, how old would Phoebe have been when Terms of Endearment came out? Like, she would have been old enough, yeah. right, to see that? Yeah. You know, if she's... Maybe not, I guess, because they're supposed to be in their late 20s. Yeah. And, right? Yeah. And that Terms of Endearment would be, like, 15 years old at that point. So I guess they would be in there. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess the show's right, whatever. Uh, so anyway, turns out Joey and Chandler love Richard. They love his company. They're they love his like, suave, rich guy uh, ways with his fancy car and his surreptitious tipping yeah. of everybody. That's what I, one thing, like, I don't, you know, you and I aren't, like, broke or anything, but, like, I'm not rich. If I were rich, like, I'd be handing out 20s minimum to yeah. everybody. Yeah. Like anybody who helped me with anything be like, like do a little palm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I would, I would love to be able to afford to do that. Yeah, of course. Um, cause you feel like, I mean, it's more about the, like you feel like a hot shot. Yeah. You feel like a real Tony Soprano. Yeah. Or, or a Richard, uh, do we know Richard's last name? We do. Um, doctor something, uh, Richard Burke, Dr. Richard Burke. Yeah. Uh, um, okay, so uh, now uh, Ross gets Ben because Carol and Susan are going to Colonial Williamsburg, yeah. where which I have been to. Yeah, uh, as a I guess tween. I'm not sure how old I was. Maybe I was a teenager. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I have been. I have uh, family in Virginia, and we would go visit them sometimes. And, and one time we went to Colonial Williamsburg, and it was a very hot day. I remember. Do you think um, that that's like if you went now, it would be like so uncomfortable you'd want to drop dead? <laughs> Tell me why. It's just like, is this something that we want to celebrate? 
I don't think of it as celebration. But I, I, th- I think like of it as a like it's corny, but it's, it's a, like a living museum. It's like But it's a slippery slope. Like the reenactments, it's just a little bit unsettling. I well, guess they don't do war reenactments right. at Colonial Williamsburg. Right. Um, did you know that no Civil War reenactment takes place on an actual Civil War battlefield? Because actual Civil War battlefields have been turned into national parks in the U.S. Wants nothing to, the government wants nothing to do with reenactors. Yeah. They don't allow them on, in national parks, so they do them in other, like, yeah. other places. Yeah. Anyway, um, but uh, yeah, Columbia Williamsburg, I mean, it's, it's not, I think of it as more of a museum than anything or, Mm -hmm. or like a, I mean, it's not an actual, yeah, I guess it is. It's like a museum. So I don't, it's not like a, it's not Disneyland. No, it's more like Strathern Historical Park. A Shout reference. out to yeah, that's anyone, a reference for everyone. If anyone knows what Strathern Historical <laughs> Park is, please let us know. Um, okay, so uh, Chandler and Joey are crushing on Richard so hard they decided to become him, and Joey is like uh, walking around with a stogie in his mouth, and Chandler has apparently like grown a mustache overnight. Like there are multiple jokes about the mustache, but like that's a pretty good mustache. For I thought he looked good. Yeah. I thought yeah. it looked great. And I guess, so do, would that be like the next day? Like if he didn't shave? I don't think, it has to have been a couple days. Yeah. But I think it, it seems like it's supposed to be the next day. Yeah. But maybe um, he's just very. Her suit? Her suit. But I, I am. And you I don't think I would grow, but I also don't, I have a mustache. Yeah. Because I have a beard. Yeah. I don't have the kind of mustache that would look good. By itself? By itself. No, I don't think so. Do you? I'm trying to picture it right now. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> trying to like cover up my beard. my fingers. Uh, no, no. Yeah, I don't think it would look you good. You look like you're a reenactor at the... Yeah. <laughs> do you think Warner I could do a Fu Manchu, though? No. Oh, okay. I think no. I might look good in that. I don't think so. Okay. Um, no, I, I feel like for most men, like the more facial hair, the better. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and I, think, I think for some people, a mustache without a beard is a good look. Um, yeah, I don't think that's for me, but, uh, I think I get, um, I don't know. Tell me, cause you're always calling me out on my like internalized, like, uh, toxic masculinity and mm-hmm. stuff. But I always think beards that are a little too neat or like fussed over don't look good. Like to me, like I go to the, I go to the trouble every morning of keeping my beard off of my neck. You know, I, yeah. my beard is on. Yeah. I don't want to be a neck beard guy, so I, you know, two Clean fingers above the Adam's apple. That's yeah. the that's the the guy the, the general guideline. So I do that, and I trim the mustache so it doesn't hang out over my mouth too much, and I and I trim my beard um, somewhat. But I don't like man. What's the word I'm looking for? Is it manicure? What's the um, like you manicure a lawn, I guess, but no, I think that's right. Yeah, I, sometimes when someone's like it's a little too geometric, or there are like yeah. lines. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that uh, personally. Precise. I don't think that looks. Good, I don't. But like I don't know the, if that's me being like beards are supposed to no. be rugged and manly or whatever. No, I think that there is a like when it's too precise and it's like way above the jawline. I've seen that before, where I don't like that, or if there's like such a specific line. That, Lion. To connect. The, like they're trying too hard for the connection. And I've yeah. even seen um, like a fake 
well, this was, I saw it on 90 Day Fiance, but someone had a fake, like, beard line. Whether what it was mean, like, like penciled in, like, like penciled in, yeah. Oof, that's a um, that's a look. No, I remember one time going to the salon I used to go to. I started telling them. Now I now I don't have to worry because I have a mm-hmm. live-in hairdresser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I eventually started telling them like, "Don't touch the beard," which I hated having to do. But one time, she did just give me that sharp line. Yeah, and she did it on one side, and I was like, oh. and I was like, "Well, I, no, I guess now <laughs> she has to do both." Yeah. I had to like let it grow back in. I, I hated it. Yeah, I remember that. I hated it. Yeah. Um, okay, so so yeah, Chandler looked great with a little mustache. Yeah, yeah, um, and then he uh, so they invite Richard again this time to go to a New York Rangers game, which of course I love any hockey representation. Oh, um, I didn't even clock that it was a <laughs> hockey team. Um, uh, but they go to a, Ra- a Rangers game in season. One, two, remember? Because Ross gets hit by a puck yeah. and they have to go to the emergency room. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they uh, go to a range, they're going to a Rangers game and, and Monica's like, mm, I don't know if I like my boyfriend. Like, it was her idea in the first place, but now she's like, I That's don't like too how, friendly. Yeah. How, how close they are. Um, at, the, uh, at the perk, Ross hands Ben off to Rachel. <laughs> And she holds him like arms extended, like yeah. her arms under her, Ben's arm, armpits, arms extended. She's not used to holding um, babies. Yeah, and she's clearly not comfortable, and that leads to a whole conversation about Ross having their entire future planned. Yeah, which freaks Rachel out. Yes, yes. Um, I mean, it's uh, yeah. No, uh, let's move on. Um, it is weird that he has he has like names picked out that'll come later, right? Like yeah, he, he has, mentions later they're gonna have two like, kids. He has Emily, yeah, as a name picked out. Um, yeah. that name might mean something. Later. Oh, wait, is um, Lorelai Gilmore's mom gonna show up on Emily Gilmore? <laughs> yeah, Emily Gilmore is gonna <laughs> appear. Um, now, she's the most famous Emily, right? Emily Gilmore? Mm-hmm. Not Emily in Paris. No. All right. Um, some more... Uh, <laughs> Phoebe keeps watching movies that are sad. Yeah. Um, here she names three that I've seen, that I think most people have seen. She says E.T. leaves. Yeah. Rocky loses. Mm-hmm. And Charlotte dies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I should have... Uh, someone should have told Phoebe just like, Hey, stick with the Rocky franchise. It's going to get ridiculously like wish fulfillment. Yeah. Um, for, for, uh, especially like three, four and five. Um, anyway, uh, then, so then, um, Richard is going to hang out with Joey and Chandler again to watch the NCAA playoffs. Um, playoffs. Um, <laughs> that's uh, for people who recognize that. Uh, that's an inside joke. Wow. Not an inside joke, but a sports fans joke. Okay. Um, uh, which is funny because I guess this episode aired about this time of year that it currently is because right now it's like as of last night, the, the NCAA final is set. Go Tar Heels. That's all I have to say. Uh, but it's, my eyes are glazing over uh, it's North Carolina and Kansas um, and uh, because I was raised a Mizzou football fan I was raised to, to hate KU even though Mizzou is not even in the same conference anymore I still have some latent residual 
uh, antipathy towards KU. So I say go Tar Heels. Okay. <laughs> now we could not have looked more bored. <laughs> but you know, like a do, lot of people care about sports. What do I talk about that you're like bored to tears by? <laughs> Nothing. I love everything about uh-huh. it. Your interests are my interests. Uh-huh. Um, Probably the Real Housewives. <laughs> but you don't like talk at length about the Real Housewives. is Because I'm not like, I don't hang out with any other fans. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe That's I sad. should. Yeah. Maybe I should watch it with you so we can talk about it. Well, you have watched it. You hate it. I, I just, I like the first like three quarters of the episode when they're like having, a fun, having time. fun and yeah. like having drinks and yeah. like exploring a new place. Like, oh, we're on vacation in Mexico and like let's they're drunk see our and yeah, fun. like we yeah. got some different dresses to wear for different events yeah. and like I, I love that. And then it's like. 20 minutes before the end of the episode, yeah. 17 minutes from the end of the episode, they're at dinner and someone says, I just didn't think you were blah, blah, blah when you said blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then everyone blows up and I'm like, oh, you've ruined it. And yeah. I feel like I, it ha- every time. Well, it's Andy Cohen's formula and it works and it's perfect. I just can't. I don't like the fighting. I wish yeah. they could just be friends. Yeah. <laughs> like the friends. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, speaking of nice things happening, Ross and Rachel say, I love you in the middle of this argument yeah. about the, fu- the, their future. Yeah. Um, oh man. We learn that Monica is really, really good at foosball, which is why Joey and Chandler don't invite her over to play. <laughs> I wonder if they're still playing with that, um, dehydrated melon. As yeah. The, ball. the cantaloupe, the cantaloupe. Yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, so and then, so Monica tried to get Phoebe to watch It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. And she turned it off because it was too sad. Right. And I'm realizing like, oh, this person, like, this is someone who literally just doesn't know how to watch movies. Yes. She would fit in more in on Twitter today than, <laughs> than in 1996. But uh, a lot of people don't know how to watch movies anymore yeah. on Twitter. Um, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of youths and, uh, the internet, um, so Joey like slips up and like compares Richard to their dads Yeah, and like Richard's feelings are hurt and Chandler tries to cover it up by saying like, oh, dad is like slang or whatever. But that made me think of like, this has happened multiple times over the years where like people, I don't know, like if it's like Gen Z or Zoomers or we call them or whatever, like if there's a celebrity they look up to or idolize, they will call them mom. Yeah. And this has happened multiple times. I think like the first time was like maybe Chrissy Teigen, who was like, had had a kid recently and was like on the red carpet and people in the comments were calling her mom and people who didn't understand that slang thought that people were like shaming her for being out so soon after having oh god a kid and this has happened more than once right where like young people probably not as young as they were eight years ago when they were saying this about Chrissy Teigen to people like commenting mom as a compliment right it being mistaken as a a judgment or right. or, or something um so that's what that made me think of huh uh but then Monica comforts uh Richard um she says, I'll make you feel like one of the guys, which is a very, like, sort of cute, flirty thing to say. Yeah. I liked it. Um, then at um, 
so Rachel's over at Ross's with Ben. She's changing the diaper, and Ben says hi. Yeah. And Ross is out of the room. Yeah. But I liked that it wasn't, that Ross wasn't like, oh, I missed it. You know what I mean? I thought that was going to be the joke, was that he steps out of the room and Ben says his first word. But everyone's just happy that it happened. Yeah. And I thought that was, like, much cooler and maybe kind of, like, illustrated that Ross isn't just all talker in his head about like imagining a future with Rachel. He already thinks of her as an extension of right. like his yeah. whole thing. Like if, yeah. if she hears Ben says, say hi, yeah, he's they happy. heard Ben say hi. Yeah. Yeah. And I, 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 I like that. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I mean, he is bummed out, which is why, you know, he's kind of like sad. And then but, he's like, bye Ben. Yeah. But he doesn't like dwell on it and he doesn't like, I guess what I was thinking about specifically is when Carol and Susan show up, at no point does Ross say, Rachel heard Ben say his first word. Right. He says Ben said his first word completely like, yeah, yeah, I I, I like that, I guess is what I'm saying. But he says, Rachel says, she said, uh, Rachel says, he said hi. And Ross says like something like the word hi. And Rachel says, no, my uncle hi. (laughs) But I think that you and I have talked before, like, Rachel is supposed to be Jewish, right? Right, yeah. So she might have an uncle like yes, Heine or something yeah. like that, or Hiram or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then, yes, you, as, as you mentioned, Ben says bye. Yeah, uh, which was really cute. And then it was very cute because he kept saying it. Bye. So, like, it, it was very, like, cutely done the way that, like, Ross said bye, just normal. Yeah, bye, Ben. And then bye. he said bye, and then they flipped, flipped out, and then the exact same thing happened again where he was like, okay, bye, bye. And then yeah. he kept doing he kept it. Kept doing it. Was, it. Uh, very cute. It was very, very cute. sweet. Yeah. Um, and then the tag at the end is Phoebe's with Ben. <laughs> Not yeah. sure how that happened. Yeah. Um, but Phoebe's just like being thrown around. Yeah. Phoebe's babysitting Ben at Monica and Rachel's, but she's alone. Yeah. I don't know. Have we, I'm trying to think, have we seen Phoebe's apartment? No. I'm sure we will at some point. We will. Um, but uh, season two, I'm not sure. Well, this is a show's already a big hit at this point because we've already got the Rachel haircut already happened. Right. Um, just wondering what their budget is, but I'm sure the budget's going to keep getting bigger and they yeah. have more and more sets. Yeah. Um, kind of like, uh, I think you and I have... Wait, did we just talk about this? Um, the CBS Radford lot is where they shot Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. And Seinfeld was such a big hit that they kept building the, like outside New York street, uh-huh. like longer. So if you watch the series, you can see like there are walk and talks in season in the first couple of seasons are literally just like the same block, yeah. you know, redressed. And then it gets bigger and bigger to where they have like that foot race down the whole yeah. street and stuff. You can see it get bigger as the yeah. series goes There's on. There's a whole marathon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <that's right. laughs> um, uh, all right. So that was the episode. Did you have any of the stray observations before we move in to move on to uh, friends, funniest moments? Um, I'm going to go for the props real quick. Props to the props, props department. To the props department. So in a scene in Central Perk, there is like a like a menu sign, like a chalkboard menu, and it said today's special apple skeevers. Really, which I thought was fun because when we go to Solving, we love that's it. like yeah. it's a Danish. We love. Pastry. I was going to say we love apple skeevers. We never really get them. We but. never get apple skeevers. I I always want to. But it said like apple skeevers and it had like a description of like the 
what they were and like yeah. what they were topped with. And I thought that was a cute detail. We did. We watched that episode of, I can't remember what it was called. <laughs> Robert Irvine is a, he lacks uh, charisma. Yeah. He's a, a bizarre person to build multiple TV shows around. Yeah. But he did a whole episode in solving. Yeah. And the best part was seeing how eyeball skewers yeah. are made because yeah. they're like these tiny little balls, but you have to like keep turning you have them, to turn them but not on a spit they're yeah. in like a little like like a, like a muffin tin but they're yeah. for balls and you have to just keep turning them and they made so they them cut. on a uh, amazing race once did they yeah oh yeah okay um probably not in solving probably in actual actual denmark, denmark. yeah, yeah. Uh, all right so funniest moments i have i have two lines it it's funny my my friend's funniest moments are lines and my How I Met Your Mother funniest moments are nonverbal. Yeah. Um, but uh, my first one is uh, uh, <laughs> Carol and Susan say they're going to Colonial Williamsburg because their friend has just become the first female blacksmith in Colonial Williamsburg. <laughs> and Chandler says, well, you know, they're a little behind the times in Colonial Williamsburg. Yeah. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. Um, my favorite or funniest was when... Um, Rachel holds Ben for the yeah. first time, like two arms outstretched. Yeah. She doesn't know how to hold a baby. And Ross says to her, like, hold him like you would a football. And she said, this is how I would hold yeah. a football. Yeah. You took my other one. Do you want it anymore? Well, I just had, um, when Chandler had a mustache, his entrance into the apartment, like <laughs> there's like such a perfect example of like, this is me and a mustache. <laughs> like it was just very, it, he wasn't pointing at it, but it was drawing attention yeah. to it in a way. He like entered the room mustache first. Mustache first, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Friends, but make it fashion. I'm going to say in the, um, in the scene where Ross thinks he's going to have to make a whole argument about keeping Ben for the weekend, you know, but doesn't, mm-hmm. he's wearing a very, uh, thick and, soft and comfy looking red and blue plaid flannel shirt. Yes. It was very, very nineties, but also looked, uh, very comfy. Yeah. What um, else you got? well in the first scene, Phoebe's wearing like a weird scarf that looks like a, like robe belt, <laughs> like a satin robe belt. Okay. There's like no heft to it. It's just like a, a mix between like a necklace and a scarf. It's just like a little piece of fabric. Interesting. Yeah. Was it like a, I'm trying to remember, was it just hanging around her neck or was it's, it tied? It's like, tied. Like a choker almost? or Almost like a choker tied and like a little knot. So maybe she's like the girl from that uh, old like horror st- like story, campfire story. <gasps> yeah. If she takes the her, scarf off, her, her head, head will come off. Right. Yeah. Oof. That's so scary. It still chills me to this That's day. That's the scary one. Yeah. For, the scariest one for you. Well, the tapping. There's one like the nails on the top, the roof of the car. I don't remember. Well, there's the one about the the hook. Oh, maybe and the car door handle. Maybe it's that. But that, that's kind of okay. a corny one. This is this is too scary. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, uh, oh, fashion. Yeah. Um, wait. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, wait. No, I'm up because I, I did one and you did one. Um, when Joey's uh, looking at himself in the reflection of the spatula with the stogie in his mouth, he noticed he was wearing a Mossimo shirt. Oh, that's funny. It had the Mossimo, like, it was a plaid shirt, like like he and Chandler wear on the show all the time. Yeah. But it clearly said Mossimo yeah. on, the, on the chest. Yeah. Mossimo is canceled. Is it? Well, wh- isn't that the... Um, I'm sure. 
Sure, I just don't know. The USC scandal. Uh, do you want me to Google this? Yeah. Yeah, it's the husband of, um, who's the oh. USC mom? Not Felicity Huffman. Aunt Becky. Yeah, Lori Laughlin. Lori Laughlin's husband I is did, like the Massimo. You're right. I looked up Massimo Giuliani. Yeah. Or, sorry, Giannulli. Yeah. And it's all That's pictures him. of him and Lori Laughlin. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Um, okay. In the final scene with Phoebes and Ben, she's wearing like a crocheted vest with like she- ra- rainbow chevron print. And I liked it. Um, when they're playing, getting ready to play foosball, I think. Uh, oh, no, when they're getting ready to watch the NCAA playoffs, uh, basketball playoffs, um, Chandler's wearing a T-shirt from the Guggenheim, which doesn't feel very... I, I don't think of Chandler as being, like, an art museum type of guy. No. You know? Yeah. I think that's the writers, like, trying to make it more New York. I yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that, that you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably exactly what it is. Um, I forgot to mention that... Like in the in the first scene, Monica invites the the fellas over to like eat their leftovers. Yeah. And it's like leftover chicken and like scalloped potatoes and the potatoes look really good. And then like a pie. So like for dinner she makes like a full meal for Richard. Like does he expect that? No, I mean I know she loves to cook. Yeah, she loves doing it, I'm sure. But she's she likes feeding people too. That's yeah. why she calls Joey and Chandler. Yeah. yeah I don't fear. think she's doing it under duress. Right. There was an abundance of food. I think that's what she likes doing. Yeah. Um, um, well, let's move on to running jokes, motifs, foreshadowing, that sort of thing. Also, I, I put I, no, I noticed one. Richard said, yes, could, could I be anymore? Any yeah. Oh, could they, yeah. I had that, too. Yeah. Anything else that, that stuck out to you? Um, uh, wait. No, because we already talked about, like, baby names will right. come yes. up later. Yes. Uh, well, then, I guess let's take a quick break. Okay. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We're back from our quick break, and we are ready to jump in with both feet to How I Met Your Mother, Season 2, Episode 20, Showdown. All right. Natalie, I promised you would like love this episode. Yes. (laughs) It was right up your alley, right? delivered on everything that I want. Um, so we open at McLaren's. I, I still think you and I should get in the habit of, like, t- doing shots. Oh. We should. Wait, what is that? Uh, uh, groceries. Yeah, Greg our, has. Our, Greg has groceries. Our neighbor Greg uh, came back from the grocery store with groceries. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'd say we should get, maybe starting with season three. If the Friends episode opens at the park, we do a shot of espresso in the episode, and if the McLaren's episode opens, or the how many other episode opens at McLaren's, we do a shot of whiskey or bourbon or something. Okay, we don't have an espresso machine, first of all. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> what am I thinking? We're yeah. just gonna get. Yeah. I could just pick up some. 
I don't know. And then if we record late at night, I'm just going to drink espresso before bed. Right. I thought you'd have more objection to the whiskey, but, uh, no, I could do whiskey, but yeah, right. It's scotch that you don't like. I don't like scotch. You like whiskey and bourbon, but scotch is too, too smoky. smoky. Too yeah. Smoky. yeah that's what I like. Um, okay. So we're at McLaren's, um, we're in plans for the wedding of Marshall and Lily. And they're talking about how like they're so codependent that they get like almost like sympathy pains for one another. Like her stomach hurts, his stomach hurts. Um, we see like a funny little like, um, scene where they're like cooking breakfast together (laughs) (laughs) and she's like, Oh, I need to get egg. They're both in the kitchen and she has to go to the fridge to get eggs. And he's like, Oh, I'll come with you. And they both walk to the fridge like two steps away to <laughs> yeah. get eggs. So they're way too codependent. <laughs> and I loved the the like payoff gag at the end of that was cutting to the angle where you can see in the living room. <laughs> you can the, see Ted the, in the, the background just, just like, like rolling his perplexed. eyes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're way too codependent. So they uh, decide to spend two weeks apart before their wedding. So their wedding night is like even more special. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Lily's like a kind of like a stressed bride mm-hmm. and she's at, um, she's at Robin's house and she tries on her dress. Right. They're doing like a practice, like here comes the bride walk and she, she raises her arms up to like throw the bouquet or whatever. And the dress just falls off of her because yeah. she's lost too much weight from yeah. like stress or whatever. Yeah. So, um, Robin. Yeah, they get a lot of mileage out of that being the opposite of most bride to be's. Right, 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 she's, right. She's too skinny for her. Yeah, dress. I need to gain five five pounds like, before my wedding. I lost all this weight without even trying. Yeah, and she's on the phone with like the um, like the dressmaker. Yeah. Um, and the dressmaker just like hangs up on her for saying like calls her the b word and hangs up on her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, cause she's too skinny for her dress. She has, um, two weeks to gain five pounds and Robin, um, is like, plays the part of the like drill sergeant to like make her eat like right. all the food. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which has some like funny things, but also like things that I don't like to see. I don't like, I don't like to watch people like being force fed. <laughs> it makes me very uncomfortable. Like um, when she's like eating fudge and Robin's screaming at her to like shove more fudge in her mouth. Right. And it just makes me uncomfortable. What about at McLaren's when she has all the appetizers? Yeah, she gets all 12 McLaren's apps. <laughs> and I'm trying to think 12. That seems like a lot. I was trying to count. I thought Ted said there were 11, but either way. Um, no, all 12 apps. Oh, okay. Um, Either way, I was also, like, looking at them and trying to figure it out. So we know there are jalapeno poppers but because... But it's not, like, a full... Like, it seems strange that they would have 12 apps. I, Their I menu must be, like, Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, it must be huge. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was also looking. There were onion rings, very obviously. Onion and then rings. we know there are jalapeno poppers because she... Robin yelled at Marshall, yeah. put down that popper, because right. they have to be all for Lily. Because there's a full table of fried food, yeah. and Lily has to eat all of it. Yeah, so I'm not sure what else there. Yeah, there are. Um, I'm sure like mozzarella sticks, right? Yeah, uh, chicken fingers. Okay, okay, maybe some like popcorn, popcorn chicken or popcorn shrimp. Yeah, if it was now, it would be like um, cauliflower, cauliflower. Yeah, yeah. Fried mushrooms—that's a thing. Yeah, I've definitely had like 
beer battered mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm getting I'm getting hungry. Uh, fried zucchini. That's yeah. something. Do you remember when the one year we went to the county fair and I got the bacon wrapped zucchini? Mm-hmm. And it's like this stuff is so for show because it looked so cool. It was a whole, long thing of zucchini that was grilled with bacon wrapped around it. Yeah. Right. As soon as I like picked it up to put it in my mouth, just all the bacon fell off, and I had like. It's still good. I had a piece of grilled seasoned zucchini. Yeah. And I had a pile of bacon. It was still, like, good, but the novelty of it Wore didn't off. last past. It's clearly made to, like, take a picture of. Sure. More than it is to, to eat. Um, so, meanwhile, my favorite storyline, obviously, is Barney's. And we learn that... So, Barney's obsessed with TP, TPIR. The Price is Right. The Price is Right. Yes. Uh, and the reason for that is we get flashbacks of his childhood yeah and um his mom uh he asked who his dad was and his mom said that's your dad and he just she just pointed to bob barker on the price is right yeah so he grew up thinking bob barker was his father when we had um when wayne brady was on the the on i almost sound like i was saying Wayne Brady was on our podcast yeah when wayne brady was on how i met your mother we had a flashback, and Megan Mullally did the voice of their mom. Yeah, who was this? this? I couldn't tell who I this was. Tell. It's not credited. Yeah, I wonder. Like, it'd be funny if it were like Allison Hannigan doing a voice or something. Yeah. Um, but again, I, as I've teased before, we will eventually meet um, Barney and uh, ah, I've forgotten Wayne Brady's character's name. I don't remember um, it either. Uh, we will eventually meet their mom. Um, okay, so we learn why. So Barney, we think he loves prices right because it's a capitalist utopia, and he's good at pricing pricing everything. Just because yeah. he's kind of like a, I don't know, like yeah. a, I don't know. What would you call him? He seems like a shallow guy who would know materialistic. Yeah, very yeah, materialistic, yeah. showy. But he has a whole speech about like how it rewards it, like economic. Or like consumer acumen or something. Yeah, consumer <laughs> yeah. acumen, capitalist utopia. Um, so he's practicing, um, like coming on down. He's practicing, like spinning the wheel. Yeah, getting down to contestants row. He's obsessed. Now we never, you, you were on the prices right. I was. You got called on down. I got called on down. You were the last person called on down. You only got to bid on one thing, and you got outbid. I got outbid. Yeah. Um, so you never made it up on stage with Drew. But I did get to come on You can on do it down. again in 10 years. I know. It, the thing that sucks in nine is years, it's been almost a year now, right? Because I accepted, so I won $300 just for coming on down, and they said, you can accept this, or, like, if you accept a prize, you yeah. can't come for another 10 years. If I didn't, I could go tomorrow. Right. But I took the cash. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Because when am I going to win, you know? You'll still be young in 10 years, right? Again, not even 10 years. It was so much fun, though. We had a fun time. Yeah, it was a fun day. Um, we did two tapings back to back. But what I, the thought I had, because you and I had been to a taping of The Price is Right, the thought I had watching this is, why is Barney so sure he's going to get called down? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not a guarantee at all. Yeah. Um, I think he just has all the confidence in the world. So why, like, well, he's, I was saying he's clearly studied all of the prices and the particular games and like, he's good at them. Yeah. You could maybe say he's also studied like behind the scenes stuff of how, like how to get picked. Yeah. Cause there are 
like there are ways. You can do. Yeah, and he uh, is wearing a suit. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Um, um, anyway, so uh, also going on is um, Ted trying to write his best man speech for Marshall. Yeah, and we get a series of flashbacks, um, and they're all basically about like they're all they're all too like crude or inappropriate for Marshall's family. So the challenge is to like capture the love without talking about blowjobs or like getting high yeah. and you know saying I love you in the dorm room. So yeah. he's trying to like censor a story by still making it thoughtful and sweet. Which had me thinking like uh my best man Tyler who was my co-host mm-hmm. of Battleship Pretension like he didn't run his speech past me. I didn't know. Is this, a, is this like something that do best men, best men supposed to have their speech approved by the groom? No. I never yeah, heard of that Yeah, my sister before. didn't. Um, yeah. 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 And I think it's like the uh, like element of surprise, too. You're supposed to kind of be like yeah. caught off guard yeah, by was. like some of the stories. And my sister's was very, very sweet to us. And then she like um, printed it out oh. for us. Yeah. Gave it to us. Very cute. Um, so yeah, Lily's being force fed. Um, it starts with Cool Whip and Fritos, but then escalates to just like Twinkies and brownies and fudge and fried stuff. There was a lot of, uh, just, um, Lily stuffing her face. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, I know we normally say props to the props department, but this food didn't look appetizing to me, but I don't know if it's supposed to. The fried food at McLaren's or the Throughout abundance? The episode, oh, okay. I, I didn't think the... Yeah, because it was like punishing. It was yeah, like, it, yeah. it's not fun when you have to gain five pounds. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, let's see. Um, oh, okay, so what's actually going on when Lily is staying at Robin's, they're actually, like, uh, Marshall and Lily are actually like, meeting up in a hotel yeah, because they can't spend a night alone together. And that ends up being Ted's wedding speech. Very sweet. Very, very sweet. Very sweet. Um, Barney is at the price is right. He does get called down and he, (laughs) there's some really funny moments when he's on um, contestants row and then he gets called up and he plays the game is called time is money. And I know this from being a, TPIR super fan. <laughs> the game is called Time is Money. He has to guess uh, two prices in 30 seconds while Bob or Drew says, like, higher or lower. So you start with a number, higher or lower. So he's so confident, he takes all of the thirty se- all of the 29 seconds to... Yeah, because he gets the first one immediately yeah. and then uses the entire 29 seconds. To- yeah, to, like, tell Bob about his life and to show him him photos (laughs) and ask him if he's proud and then guesses, like, 9.99 at the final second. Um, He also wins the showcase, and there's a lot of funny jokes at the showcase. Oh, yeah. Um, That's so good. Yeah, so he wins all the prizes. He wins, like, camcorder, dune buggy, um, computer. Laptop, yeah. Um, tons of stuff. So he uh, watches, watches, yeah, and he gives them. He gives them all to Marshall and Lily. Yeah. He's a good friend. Yeah, he just wanted to go on the show to, so Bob can tell him he's proud. Yeah, but he says he's gonna tell Bob you're yeah. my father. Yeah, and he and he doesn't. He ends end. up not telling him. Yeah, 
um, which was also like kind of a sad, sweet moment as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, we end with, um, oh, Marshall like singing a good night song to, to Lily and Ted joins in. Yeah. Which had me thinking like, this is, um, 2007 mm-hmm. and they're still like shooting videos with like full, like mm-hmm. full size VCR, like video, yeah. video tapes. And then like yes. they have a VCR and then presumably Robin has a VCR because yeah. Marshall's giving it to, that doesn't seem, but by 2007 I hadn't had a VCR in almost a decade. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, am I missing anything? Um, no, I just wanted to to comment on and repeat something I've said before on the podcast. But the sm- one of the smartest decisions that the writers made in regards to Barney is if you remember in season one, he was a guy who talked a good game, but usually fell on his face. Mm-hmm. I think making him someone who actually is yeah. as capable as yeah. he pretends to be right. or he says he is, is uh, is uh, like there's so much more comedy out of that, and so him just being right. amazing at the prices, right, is so funny. And also the fact that he kept it from his friends for like the six or you know ten weeks from like the taping <laughs> to the actual like yeah. airing of the episode. I had a friend who actually did that with Jeopardy. I yeah. remember my friend uh, told me because he because and this is this is true if you live in Los Angeles and you've qualified to be on Jeopardy. They will sometimes call you in as an alternate because yeah. you're local and like, you know, yeah. give you some money for the day, sit there just in case someone doesn't show up or someone yeah. gets sick or whatever. So he was like, oh, yeah, I'm going into Jeopardy today as an alternate. I'm sure they won't call me down. Like, uh, I'm sure I want to, to, to play. And then like, yeah, like three or four months later, he was like, hey, you might want to watch Jeopardy tonight. <laughs> Turns out like he yeah. was on Jeopardy. That's like such a baller move yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, I will say in the showcase showdown, like there's a joke about Barney saying like he gets to pick if he wants the first showcase and he's like no car and an above ground pool next no thanks yeah. but then his is a dune buggy so in no episode would there not be a car in either in either showcase yeah like if you do one and it's like trips or like a boat you know the next one's going to be a car if the first one's a car you want to bid on it cuz the next one might be a boat or a tent package or whatever you know like there's always going to be a car. Is there a trip in both showcases? Not always. Sometimes it's a living room in a car. Sometimes it's three trips. Sometimes it's a boat in a trip. The trips are always, the way I think, what would be most enticing to me. I think but so, too. But people want cars. Yeah. And the trips are, like, so over the top. And you, you might not have three weeks off of work. And you might not be able to pay taxes on something that's, right. like, right. an experience. Yeah. You know? Well, should we, should we move on to How Many Mother Funniest Moments? Yes. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> when, when Barney's at, uh, like, on contestants row bidding on the watches, he said, uh, thanks, Dad. I mean, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> so he kind of does, like, say that he's his father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, in the flashback, there's uh, after young Barney is told that Bob Barker is his dad. There's a montage of him t- 
talking to Bob Barker on the TV as if he's his dad, like yeah. showing him his report card yeah. or like uh, he you know, like, guess who I dressed up as for Halloween? And he's dressed as Bob Barker. And yeah. then the funniest one, he's like, want to play catch? And he just like tosses a baseball to the TV. It goes yeah. bonk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, also like, um, like the physical comedy, Barney, like practicing coming on down by like running around the apartment. Yeah. And when Ted's like, yeah, let's like try it again. So he like runs out of the door and then Ted obviously locks the door. Yep. That was funny. Again, you took my second one. Oh, Both okay. times you took my second one. Well, that we'll, we'll talk, we should talk about that in similarities and differences. What, what do these two episodes have in common? Natalie took one of my funniest moments oh, from each. Sorry. <laughs> um, should we move on to how I met your mother, but make it fashion? Yeah. Um, there were a lot of peasant dresses and blouses. Um, I liked, I'm, I'm not sure. I did not like the one with the Robin wears with the incredibly full sleeves. I thought that was ridiculous. The big white, yeah. The one that had the pasta sauce on it, which we like never got we that never story. Learned, which is yeah. that's like a, a fun, yeah. I mean, your other thing. I thought that um, we were gonna like have some wacky. Yeah. Um, but then in, in the very first scene, Robin was wearing a green dress that I actually did like. Uh, I, she never stands up, so I didn't see like the whole thing. But I liked the top. It was kind of peasanty, but it had shorter sleeves and it had like little gold buttons on each sleeve. Do you remember? No. Um, anyway, no. Well, it's like an emerald green, which is weird. like uh, they were drinking beer out of green glasses. They're at McLaren. She's wearing emerald green. And then like the next scene, Marshall has like a luck of the Irish or good, like a oh. lucky shirt that has like a four leaf clover on it. And it's green. There was a lot of green in this. Episode. Huh? Um, I will. There were a lot of statement necklaces also like, um, Robin's big dumb gold peace sign. Um, and I will say, do you have any more fashion? I have one more. No, that's, that's it. One more that I hated. Okay. Why? Oh, why? I think I know what you're going to say. Would Marshall wear that hat to his wedding? Well, are we going to learn more about that? Let's move on hat? to running jokes, motifs, and foreshadowing. Ah, uh, okay. Yes. It needed it needs some explanation. Yes. Okay. Marshall is wearing a very dumb looking little okay. fedora at his own wedding. It's a big. It's not a fedora. It's like a big. I don't even know what you call that. Like okay. a top hat. No, it wasn't a top hat. It's, it was I like think a, it's a fedora. Combination. Are big. Okay. You're thinking of a like a pork pie is small. Okay. A fedora is big. Bi- okay. Yeah. It's real big. It has a wider wingspan. Okay. Um, so, yes, um, that is a bit of foreshadowing. We are obviously in the run-up to Marshall and Lily's wedding, and Ted, Bob Saget, Ted even says, you know, Marshall and Lily's wedding is its own story or whatever, so we'll we'll get to that. Um, I forgot to mention... Um, and also just generally foreshadowing weddings. I know right. we've had weddings on the show before. Yeah. So much of the show takes place at weddings. Yeah. Um, same with friends too. We'll see some. I would guarantee that more time is yeah, spent at weddings I'm than sure. and your mother. I'm sure. <laughs> than friends. Um, when we were talking about prices, right? I forgot to say um, at the showcase, um, Barney was like talking to Bob, like saying like he's nervous, and when Bob says to him, "You'll do fine, son," he yeah. like looks at him like longingly. <laughs> yeah. Well, should we move on to similarities and differences? Oh, yeah. Wait, what about motifs? Did we talk about motifs? I, I talked about uh, <gasps> foreshadowing oh, with okay. Marshall's head. Um, uh, anything else you want to do? Barney, like, chugs a Red Bull. Does he? He does. I missed it. Yeah, yeah I normally try to make note of that. Um, okay, similarities. 
videotapes we talked about. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of handing off on videotapes on friends. Yeah. We've also got, okay, that's a great one. Joey and Chandler uh, are being creepy about ladies, and Barney is a creep about why he likes the prices right. He has that whole speech we talked about, but then he also says, like, hot chicks on sports cars or something like that. Um, Ross and Rachel say I love you for the first time and in a flashback (gasps) we see Lillian Marshall's first I love you yes but it was it was a um, accidental I love you because Marshall was like saying it to Ted who had um, Funyuns he had returned from the store because they were so high yeah Yeah. Um, Um, also similar overabundance of food (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true that's true too much food yeah um I wonder if Apple Skivers were on the table of apps. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I also this, there wasn't anything in How Many Mother in this episode of How Many Mother that was like that like this, but I definitely thought of Ted and Robin during the whole thing of Ross being like, "I have my entire future played mm, planned out," and, yes. and Rachel being yes. like, "That's whoa, not whoa, whoa. where I yeah. am right now. That's not what I like." That's so Ted and Robin di- yeah. dynamic. Yeah. I mean, it's no surprise that Ted and Ross, they're very similar in many ways. Yes, and we've often, talked about that from the start. Yeah, often exhausting ways. Yes. Uh, well, let's move on to playing favorites. Okay. All right, count us down. Three, two, one. How, How I, I Met, Met Your, Your mother. mother. Yeah, yeah, this was, uh, I will admit, both in Ted's speech and in the resolution of Barney, like why he didn't come clean to Bob Barker. I was emotional. I was like mm. legitimately emotional, both of those parts. Uh, I don't think this was a bad friends episode at all. I liked this friends episode a lot. It just had, it just got outplayed this, this week. It, How I Met Your Mother was just on fire yeah. this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also like, I love when there's a, like, this is like fun cause there's like a guest star, Bob Barker. Yeah. But also like, I love a field trip as you know. So just yeah. like, Barney going by himself to Los Angeles, like getting on the show. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. Barney flies like he, he also flew to San Francisco. Remember we learned he probably has tons of like points from like just spending so much money. Yeah. Or he probably has, he's some sort of nefarious like corporate jet or something. Yeah. Cause he's like a gambler. Uh, yeah. But he also has, we haven't touched on it in a while on the show, but he has this like secret job. You know, there's that thing like right. people ask, like people are always asking Barney, what, what do you actually what do, you do? do for a living? And he says, don't worry about it. Same as Chandler. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Except Barney's Barney works for a, a much potentially much more evil place. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to my favorite segment to introduce. This segment is called, how were we doing? Mm-hmm. This is where we look at what was happening in the world on the days these episodes aired. So season two, episode 20, of Friends, the one where old yellow dies, aired on Thursday, April 4th, 1996. Uh, I'm going to say both episodes this time. I'm glad we have the top five, the billboard top five to fall back on because mm-hmm. there's not much, not much going on. This, the site I'm looking at says that April 4th, 1996 was world rat day, but then I Oops. looked up world rat day and it said it didn't, it's, it didn't start until like 2002. So I'm not sure where that, uh, came from world rat rat. You know rats, the yes. the animal. Yes. Yeah. So it's a it's a day for them. How do we celebrate it? <laughs> right. 
<laughs> I'm so glad we got something out of this. Uh, let's look up. How does one? World Rat Day. How does one observe World Rat Day? Okay, let's see. Is there? I'm at worldratday.com. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh, so this is like to celebrate people who have pet rats. Okay. Yeah. Or for people who have pet rats to celebrate. Because rats get a bad rap. Yeah. You know? Uh People don't like rats, you know? Yeah. Women are always like clutching their dresses and jumping up on chairs Uh when there's a rat, right? Yeah. That's Uh that's what you do. That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I bounce from one foot to the other. (laughs) Uh, But rats make good pets, I'm told. Also... I don't know what this means exactly, but uh, Comet Hayakutake is imaged by the USA Asteroid Orbiter Near Earth Asteroid Rendezvous. I don't know what that means, but I looked up Comet Hayakutake, and I don't know why I don't remember this, because it was a um, a very uh, uh, a bright comet that could be seen in the sky from, from most of the world for multiple days in March okay. of... Of 1996. Do you remember this? I don't, no. Yeah. Um, this is, it's not Hale-Bopp. Hale-Bopp I remember. I remember Hale-Bopp. And I think I only remember Hale-Bopp because of the Heaven's Gate cult. Yes. Killing the sh- themselves. The shoes, yeah. Yeah. And the Keds. And the Keds. Yes. Yeah. Are there still Keds? I have them. I okay. have multiple colors and I wear them all the time. Okay, good. I'm glad they survived that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there was a, Do you really not know that I wear Keds all the time? I guess I didn't look at the brand name. But when you look at them, that's like, oh, they're Keds. They're obviously Keds. No, because I have Vans that are like, I have like powder blue Vans that... But when you think of Keds, you know what they look like. I guess I picture Keds being white, and you have them in all kinds of different colors. But not... That's the color of the Keds. I'm so Sometimes you... This happens sometimes... This. That, like, other people have different experiences of the world, Natalie, and just something that seems common sense to you isn't to everyone. Ugh, I don't like when you call me Natalie like that. No, I'm just doing that because it's the podcast. I'm not going to call you by your pet name on the podcast. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, okay. That's for I the just listeners. showed him a picture of kids. I want the listeners to know that in our day-to-day life, I don't call Natalie Natalie. Right. I, but I do that in the podcast. But I guess I do sometimes when I'm upset. Yes. It's or I'm like, I don't know Natalie. And, <laughs> and, and you don't like that. very unsettling. But on the podcast, when I'm calling you Natalie, it's just because that's what I call you on the podcast. Because I'm not going to, like... And I only call you I'm not going to call you Schmoopy. Yeah. I only call you David when I worry for your life. <laughs> we were hiking and I, like, slipped on some loose dirt and then... Kept slipping. I was like sliding. I thought for he was gonna like time. fall down the mountain. Yeah, and and, and I screamed, like, David, David, David. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's that um, episode. Sorry, season two, episode twenty of How I Met Your Mother Showdown aired on Monday. Oh wait, I skipped the billboard. Okay. That's the whole thing we're supposed to do. Okay. I'm sorry. Top five songs in the U.S. Uh, at number five, joining the the list for the first time. Alanis Morissette's ironic hmm. song that, I mean, it's now hacky to point out, but has, you know, people who care about what words mean have always been driven crazy by that song because all of her examples are things that are like 
unfortunate coincidences, maybe, but like are not actually examples of irony. What's ironic? <laughs> All right, and number four. Oof. R. Kelly down low. Yeesh. Let's keep moving. Yeah. Number three, Tony Rich Project, Nobody Knows. Number four, no, sorry, number two, Mariah Carey, Always Be My Baby. And at number one, Celine Dion's Because You Loved Me. Good one. <laughs> All right. Season two, episode 20 of How I Man Your Mother, Showdown. As mentioned, aired on Monday, April 30th, 2007. Again, not a lot of super interesting stuff happening uh, in uh, on this day. Um, thought I had something that was at least a little bit interesting. Um, oh, indoor smoking is banned in Northern Ireland. Yeah. Good for them. I guess it is technically good for them. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Uh, I like having a oh, smoke right. with a drink. Yeah. Well, think about the servers and I know, the. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they. You're don't. right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, but you can't even smoke in bars in New Orleans anymore, of all yeah. places. Vegas is like the last. Uh, Vegas and the, I guess like the Indian casinos are like the last refuge. Yeah. All right. Um, and top five songs in the U.S. At number five, T-Pain's Buy You a Drink. At number four, Fergie's Glamorous. At number three, Akon's Don't Matter. At number two, Timbaland's Give It To Me. Do you know this song? No. And at number one, Avril Lavigne's Hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. Girlfriend. Right. No way, no way. Think you need a new one. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to go yeah. into Avril Lavigne. We talked about we it last talked week. About her. Uh, so let's move on to our final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to guess what's going to happen next week on these episodes based okay. only on their name. First, we have to look at how we did last week. I said, I predicted that the one where Old Yeller dies would be an episode in which Ross is confounded, bewildered, and gobsmacked to learn that Rachel didn't cry at the end of Old Yeller. Could have been more wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And it was Phoebe, and she didn't even get to the end. I was just way off. Um, you said that Showdown would be about the gang pack their bags and head to Lipstick City to try their luck at winning fabulous prizes if the price is right. Yeah. I think, I mean. But you spoon-fed that to me. That's okay. I think you get a... I mean, it wasn't the whole gang, but I think you get a point. Well, I said Drew Carey also, and I was wrong about that. Like, so you spoon-fed The Price is Right, uh-huh. and I still guessed wrong, even within what you what you gave me. I, I, see, I say no points. You say no points? Yeah. All right. If you were into half points, I'd say maybe a half point. No, I, we can't do half points. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just can't go down that road. I've already got too many things that I'm doing while I'm doing the episode. I can't also be adding fractions. Uh, All right. So let's guess what's going to happen in episode 21. But you're going to have to vamp for a second. Oh, uh, organic date syrup. Spicy buffalo cheddar. Vegan feta cheese alternative. Okay. Season two, episode 21 of Friends is called The One with the Bullies. The one with the bullies. I'm going to say 
I'm going to guess that Joey and Chandler. Hold on, Joey and Chan Man. <laughs> Joey and the Chan Man. Um, remember on Seinfeld when they like called Kramer K Man? Yeah. <laughs> and it like didn't last. It didn't, yeah, didn't stick. Joey and the Chan Man join a gym but are getting harassed harangued harassed and harangued (laughs) by the uh, muscle bound Adonis's therein (laughs) okay okay uh huh um so, you have to guess what's happening next week on How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Season 2, episode 21 okay. of How I Met Your Mother is called Something Borrowed. Oh, okay. Um, so, it's obviously a wedding uh, episode. So, Lily has to have something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Um, and the something borrowed, I guess I can guess what it might be. Uh, if the, I mean, I don't put too many restrictions okay. on on this. You could just okay. What does what do you just because you can also say like, what do you think is going to happen? Like okay, it, it doesn't specifically have to relate to the title. I usually with my guesses because friends are the one with whatever. Okay, so yeah, so there's going to be a snag um, at the la- There's going to be a last minute wedding snag snafu. Okay. Um. And uh, I'm not going to be specific with the items of old, new, but it's going to be, it's going to have something to do with what was borrowed from one of her friends. An 11th hour snafu threatens um, Marshmallow and... Their nuptials. Lily pads. Nuptials. Nuptials. Um, <laughs> She's so cute. Uh, who, Lily? Darla, look oh. at her. Yeah, our dog Darla. Uh, an eleventh hour snafu threatens Marshmallow and Lily Pad's nuptials. What do I want to put next? Um, or should I say an eleventh hour snafu? Old traditions die hard. <laughs> I am not going to remember what that means, <laughs> so I'm putting it here. <laughs> Uh, it's up to you to remember what that means. Okay, I'll forget. Old traditions die hard. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, I think we did it. I think we, we wrapped it up. We talked about season two, episode 20 of uh, both both shows. You can find uh, this podcast wherever you find podcasts, wherever you have found the podcast. Please remember to uh, subscribe, you know, mm-hmm. rate, mm-hmm. Uh, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, you can find posts for every episode at battleshippretension.com. That's also where you can find my other podcast, Battleship Pretension, and all the movie reviews and stuff that I write uh, over there. You can uh, follow me, David, on Twitter at Davey Pretension. Uh, but you can email us, me and Natalie, at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. Now, Natalie, where can people find you? I wish they wouldn't, but did we have any call to action calls to action? I, um, if you know, Strathern historical park. Yeah. Yes. Shout at me. Um, I want to know, uh, 
I, I would like to know if you have been a best man or had a best man. Oh. Were you, was there communication about the speech beforehand? Yeah. Or is this the way we did it, which is just go ahead, write something. Yeah. But yeah. we both had, I mean, I guess the idea is a best man should be someone you can trust. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, rate review. Um, if you like this podcast, you should give us five stars. You should tell your friends, tell your mothers, um, let us know, um, what you think. Um, yeah. Until next time, we'll obviously see you on contestants row. (laughs) 